This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Rody Von Doty, all hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? Feeling fantastic tonight. Feeling great. There right. it is. There right. it is. That's my like official sounder for this podcast now. You're feeling fresh. You're feeling loose. Like as a daisy, my man. Oh, you look good. I feel good. That's spring weather, maybe. And you know what it is? The cat's out of the bag now. So I can, can I tell people my news? You can tell people whatever you, whatever you feel like sharing. That's the beauty of a podcast. We just talk it talk it out. Well, it's out there now, so I can tell it's not private anymore. But you know this news, so I will tell people that. Um, the good news is that live shows from hashtag Dork and our friends just got a whole lot easier because this summer the Davy family is moving back to the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, so we will it. be Love more it. local than usual. So all in the same state once again, once more. That is great news, Ryan. So mm-hmm. we look forward to having you back here. Good, good to be home. Good to be God coming home. God yeah. bless you. Ryan, let's get to the, We have a jam pack. By the way, we have a lot of stuff to get to today in addition to the topic du jour. So oh, let's boy, dive yeah. right into it. This week in the First things first, Ryan, congratulations to Michael Scott from the television show The Office for being voted the best TV character of all time in the sixth annual hashtag dork madness tournament. Uh, he beat a murderer's row, came out of the comedy division, then uh, head-to-head with Walter White, and then in the final, or was it Walter White in the final? Walter White in the final. Walter White in the final. I think he beat Homer Simpson, maybe? Oh, yeah, he might have beaten Homer. Like It was just a hell of a run by yep. Michael... By Michael Scott. Michael Gary Scott. Michael Gary Scott. Now, there were definitely mm-hmm. upsets along the way. I was definitely surprised. My biggest takeaway from Dork Madness, one, it was one of the more competitive ones we had as far as there's a lot of like 55, 45% matchups, and there were some uh, upsets. Again, we seeded it, so upsets according to us. Uh, but clearly, people don't like Friday Night Lights or The Wire as much as I do. Uh, was I was more surprised with the Friday Night Lights. As you, again, that's my great shame. You know, people always ask us all the time, "What's the one show that you're embarrassed to have not seen?" And mine is The Wire. Mm-hmm. Um, that might change. I have caved and watched Titanic, so now I might watch The Wire. <laughs> well, those two are very synonymous with each other. So once you watch right. Titanic, you kind of have to. It's actually a prequel for The Wire. I figured they go kind of kind of go hand in hand. But now you'll know all the characters. You'll know the setup. So that was really good. <laughs> uh, but Michael Scott, the winner. Some people complained. Some people couldn't believe it. But clearly, the majority of people wanted Michael Scott to win. So there you go. We have don't it. vote. We just make the bracket. Don't blame us. The bracket's out there. You you decide the winner of all these things. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's what that was. Ryan, Godzilla versus Kong came out this past week on HBO Max. It'll also be our episode next week. Uh, when reached for comment, uh, Rich Keefe said, It's snakes out there this big. 
that. <laughs> so I have a funny story. So I watched Kong versus Godzilla. I watched it with my father and my nephew. My nephew the fell asleep. Oh, he fell asleep with like an hour left of the movie. Like he fell he, during the sweet monster action. He took. He's a, a he's a teenager. Like those kids just sleep, man. Like those yeah. you remember those. Like he he went to bed at like ten and got up at like eleven thirty the next day. Like so, but anyway, so we're sitting there, we're having lunch. And we, he was joking around. My nephew was joking around. He's like, yeah, I don't even know who won. My father then proceeded to tell him. Don't spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. But he told him. And then when my nephew looked at him as if to say, like, why did you do that? He doubled down and then explained the reason behind the outcome of the movie. So did your dad like it? He did. But then we're looking at him like you just spoiled the whole ending. And he's like, well, no, because, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he, like, went on to, like, describe the rest of the movie. Hmm. Well, yeah, I don't think he was going to go back. If he fell asleep during it, I doubt he's going to No, go he back. was planning on going back and watching it, but now he, now he doesn't have to, which it's is the, the beauty of it. Yeah. It's over, it's over with. So that's... Uh, so uh, that'll be our episode next week. I know mm -hmm. someone wanted us to talk about it this week, but we'll give people a little bit longer. This way we can talk about uh, what the topic du jour is. Uh, I'll I'll say I I'll write a, a you know I liked it I thought it was I, I was there some enjoyable parts to it so we we can unpack sure. next week we can unpack mm -hmm. next week. Ryan the best television show currently on is not the topic du jour in my humble opinion IMHO it's Invincible on Amazon Prime yes I have not watched the most recent episode but um, I am I've watched the first three and I am all in on this show and you're telling me that they, it gets better now yeah I'm liking it okay, I. I thought it was getting better as it was going anyway, and this last episode was good. It is uh, It comes out on Fridays, just like Falcon Winter Soldier. It is an Amazon Prime show. I believe it's only eight episodes, so they are also at the halfway point. Mm -hmm. But they're um, also teasing a season two, so that's so that Robert Kirkman's always already teasing a season two, so that's good. Well, the comic book I believe is completed, but it is lengthy. Like there yeah. are a lot of issues, and so <laughs> I don't know how good they all are. I've only read the first few. So if it continues at this pace, then I think you're going to be in pretty good shape. Now, are we right on with the comic? Are we in line with the, the story? Or is they, they diverging a little bit? So, again, I've only read first four or five like mm -hmm. actual issues, like the first trade. Yeah. And it's very similar. There's like a couple of little differences, I guess. But like it looks like it, and it's like it's playing kind yeah. of form to this, to this point anyway. Uh, right, so MCU news for you. The Loki trailer, we tweeted it out at Dork Podcast today. That was released. That's going to come out in June. And uh, Owen Wilson very much involved in this. Can we get a wow count for him? Wow. I know that's a very like, wow. 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 I'll have to add that to the board. Wow. Add that to the board. Wow. Wow. It's going to be in yeah. the MCU. Who's not in the MCU? That might be a better question. Clooney. Actors who are not in the MCU. George Clooney. Fair enough. Yep. About it. He is not. He's the only person not in the MCU in the in the world. In the world. Denzel's not. He could not be bothered. He could not be bothered to be. You drop easy. a pile of cash on these guys. They'll be there. Everybody's in it. <laughs> Everyone's like, another, in it. Like, another big actor. I guess no Daniel Day Lewis yet because he retired. He retired. But for now, I could see Daniel Day Lewis coming back and being Mephisto. Actually. What's crazy is that in um, what's her name, Scarlett Johansson got replaced in the new Black Widow. It actually is Daniel Day Lewis playing Natasha more denied. Yeah, because that trailer came out as well. Yeah, and it's actually Daniel Day Lewis. Uh, yeah, he's very he can play anybody. He's very convincing actor. That's in there. All right, yeah. so we named a few actors who aren't in it, but it's still it's if the MCU's not done. Hell, they're only in phase. Oh God, four. no. How many faces do you think they're going to have? A lot. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Because we got Angelina Jolie in the Eternals, you probably will never see Bla Brad Pitt not in an MCU true. movie. Not true. The universe is so big, Ryan. Yeah, but they don't uh, They don't like each other. Wasn't Brad Pitt already in it? Oh, no, no, no. He was in Deadpool 2. But so that's technically, that's in the MCU now. So kind of. He kind of yeah. was. What was his name? Da no, not Dazzler. It was. Who was he? He didn't last. He's the long, invisible but... guy. Remember, he was like the. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't last for real. What did you think of the Loki trailer, though? Uh, this looks banana land. This looks like weirder, almost as weird as Wandavision. Yes, it does. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be odd. So the idea is that Loki has now been up to his Loki business and has fractured several timelines, and they need him to fix it, right? Yeah, and like so, Owen Wilson seems to be a part of a group that is like in charge of time, and they're like showing him. They're like, well, 
when you had the Tesseract, like this is what you did and this is what you screwed up. And yeah, it's going to be really weird. I'm curious, like what other MCU characters will either show up in this or will be introduced in this? Oh, they, yeah. I mean, you could even, yeah. Cause you I could do it. it. So apparently Brad Pitt was the vanisher in Deadpool too. That's who it was. I said Dazzler. No, Dazzler yeah. is somebody else. The Vanisher. So, yeah. So, he's already been a Marvel comic character. Yeah. So, there you go. It's only a matter of time for, for the clone dog. <laughs> I think he'll, he'll get in there. Uh, but I'm interested with Loki. And we'll get into it a little bit more when we get into the topic du jour about how these shows are going. and Because that's another one like this one, which I believe is only going to be six episodes, not nine like uh, WandaVision. Which is fine. I think yeah, the shorter, the better. It's fine. Uh, and then Black Widow, we got another trailer for. I know there's been a million trailers at this point. It How is many years far- has it been of trailers for this movie? A couple of years. It's got yeah. years. Because this was supposed to be out forever ago. I know. So it's got to be like three years of trailers we've dealt with this. Yeah. Comes out July 9th. And I believe it's also... So that's a Friday. And so I think that's going to be towards the end of the Loki series. Mm-hmm. That's kind of weird competition that they're going to put out at the same time. And I know you have to pay for Black Widow, 30, 30 clams. 30 smackaroos. 30 bones, but uh, Loki will be free. I mean, I'm going to watch both on Friday. I think sure. that's a month we're going to operate. What that's a date night if I ever heard one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm excited for that. I am. Like, Don't you think it could be Winter Soldier level? I, I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I, and this is kind of her, I mean... This is kind of her last hurrah. So hopefully we go out with a without a whimper, you know, mm-hmm. and more of a bang. Um, I do believe, was it Francis Pugh? Is that how you say her name? I believe it's, is it Florence? Florence Pugh. Pig. I always say Francis, it's Florence. Oh. She's the one from her from Midsommar. Um, I didn't see that. Hopefully she takes up the mantle she of could. Black yeah. Widow. So think, that would be good. Uh, Ryan, should we get to the next portion of the program? What's that? bought this this is becoming everybody's favorite podcasting game and uh, what we do is you send in an item you email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com you send in an item with the price a brief story as to maybe why you bought it and a photo of the item so let's begin here with how do we do this come on keith there we go boom this one is from uh mark he emails in and he says he's a big fan of Fortnite and he's a big fan of Nerf guns. So as you can see, Ryan, can you explain it to the, the, the listener and not the viewer here? So I have what seems to be a lesser version of my Nerf gun. Mm. They went with the dart instead of the balls. I found the balls travel faster and do more damage. Okay. Both emotionally and physically. But the I dart gun, yeah. it's purple. It looks like a desert eagle with an R in front and it says Fortnite emblazoned on the muzzle brake. Yeah, and I mean, it looks like a nice piece, if you're asking me. Here's the thing, Ryan. He spent $12.88. Now, that doesn't seem like a lot of money, money, and it's it's not. That's nothing. $12.88. I mean, I I shudder to give Fortnite any of my money. I know you don't like Fortnite, but I think in this case, you have to go with Nerf greater than... It's more than Nerf, and this gun looks... It looks nice. It's a nice piece. He keeps under fifteen dollars. Yeah, you know, I think this. This is how we do it. Now I thought I was going to plead my case a little more, but I think we were on the same page. No, not at all. Now this is what I'm going to do. This says this is by no means any kind of uh, criticism of Mark because we never set any kind of boundaries before. But what I'm going to say that I want to set a new rule here, Ryan, Mm -hmm. is that everything you send in. I think needs to be minimum $25 because if you can take a 20 out of your pocket and pay for anything, yes, are, no brainer. It's a good deal. Yeah. you think that fair? Yeah, that's absolutely fair. So going forward, if you email us anything that is under $25, this is our message to you. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't mean to be, I don't want to be mean. No, you're not being mean. The the answer, if it's under, like you said, if it's under a double saw buck, the answer is yes. Right. And then yeah. here's the thing though. If it is under 25, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Where did you pull that? I started watching Solar Opposites. Oh, yeah, it's good, right? 
I think it's really funny. Yeah. So I watched the first season. I got I got to queue up the second season. So I, I put that in. And then when they're trying to come up with catchphrases and that little like <laughs> snarf snarf thing is going. Yeah. Pupa. Y'all ready for bisque? <laughs> Y'all ready for bisque? And the guy goes, oh, that catchphrases are very good. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. All right. This next one, as you can see in front of us, this is a beauty. Piece. This one comes in from Steve, and it is a arcade top, like a board. Like so, what it is is, it's like double joystick, a whole bunch yep. of buttons, and you hook this up to your own TV. Sure. It was originally two hundred and fifty dollars. He spent ninety nine dollars. Okay, now look it up, Ryan. Though, because here's the thing: before we unpack this computer, yeah. I gotta, I gotta say, I did a quick look. It says it's the Legends Gamer. Yep, I'm looking at it right now. All there. There's a little ball in the middle, so you can play a lot of different games. However, quick scan of the games. There are many games, not many good ones. Kind of a shit sandwich when you look at the games. I think it was Tetris, some of the old... No, maybe um, Bubble Bobble, some of the old Star Wars ones, but tons of crap. Tons of games you would not... But I'm looking at it right now. Like The way that's set up, it looks like a fight stick. It It has eight buttons aside, four and four. Oh, so yeah. two by four. So like oh, that. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. that's set up to be like that should have Street Fighter. That should have Mortal Kombat. That should have Tekken. I, unless I looked at the wrong thing and and maybe. Yeah. So somebody in the chat's asking for the, the game list. Let me, yeah, I'm looking for the game list right now. Do you have Legends, it? Legends Gamer Pro Games. Game List. Fucking what the fuck? Games. I'm not getting the full list here. I dropped the ball on this. I think I might have found it. Was it, yes. Is it still shit sandwich? Yeah, hundred to hundred and fifty licensed built-in console games, and I'm not. Yeah, I have hundred and fifty right here. I'm not going to read them all, but all right, it's an alphabetical order. So stop me when you like any of these. Eight Eyes, Aladdin. Nope. I guess Aladdin's good. Alpine Ski, Apocalypse Two, Bad Dudes versus Dragon Ninja. Oh, that. that... <laughs> no. Uh, Bubble Bobble. I like. Uh. I'm not seeing any fighting games. Oh, do you have the list in front of you? Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It sucks. <laughs> Dude, like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, right? I don't know. These games kind of suck. Like, I, I have all of these games on a Raspberry Pi. I would like to. Is that like your these pie? Yeah, absolutely. But I'm like, what is dork? It's- dorky? Like, D-O-R-K-E and imp. Y-M-P. Dorky and imp? Like, gonna, what is that? When are you going to play Pirate Pete? They have Fix It Felix Jr., which is from Wreck It Ralph, apparently. Dude, I'll listen. I like the value that you got on it. It was sliced in half, and I think nobody's buying this. Right. That's a I note. think that's why. I'm not feeling no. You're, you're I don't enough. like it. All right. I don't like it. Sorry, Steve. Get the fuck out of here. All right. And the last one. Uh, we just got this in via Instagram. Uh, can you see that i know who bought this i know you do there's only one person who would buy this correct so this comes in from billy d from the pop culture yep. Pile driver podcast he sent it on instagram and again oh for, okay, sorry for the for the listener it is a uh chain yep with the word sugar boo <laughs> on it yep looks like gold would you say gold plated maybe it's gold yep uh, and the quick story is, he says, this purchase was brought to my attention by R. Von D. Yep. It's necklace with the charm displaying the words Sugaboo. Yes. Sugaboo is a popular lyric from one of my current favorite songs by Dua Lipa. I've gone as far as to name one of my uh, generically drafted Madden guys in our league, Sugaboo. Although I might rarely wear the necklace since it seems to be designed as a piece of woman's jewelry. <laughs> It will be permanently hanging from the rear view mirror in my car, shining just the way I like, in quotes. Cost $25. See, it just comes under just under the wire here. Now, uh, but again, it is a piece of woman's jewelry. <laughs> William, now for him, yes. I, uh, Billy D um, is probably the only person on earth who's a bigger Dua Lipa fan than me. I'm an unabashed Dua Lipa fan. Now, would I buy this? Should I have bought this? So again, I think you have to take it. That's the 
game that we play, should I have bought this? And my Billy, hope his question was, should I have bought this? So Billy, my hope is that one day Billy meets a nice young lady who he can give this to and will wear it as a, you know, but until no, that day, half it in half, you wear half of it. You wear sugar, one wear sugar. And he boo. All right. So until that day happens, I'm going to give it a, this is how no. we do it. <laughs> I thought it was a yes. You were going. That's not a yes. Until that day, he can find someone to wear it since it's, it's women's jewelry. I will tell that necklace to get the fuck out of here. There it is. <laughs> Fair enough, folks. That's how you play. Should I have bought this today? Sort of, uh, it was like one win, one loss, one overtime loss. One, we kind of screwed that up. Yeah. We went one, one, and one. Doing one and one and one. So, uh, again, email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com. That is how you play the game. And uh, so, what's up next is. Hello, ladies. Wait a minute. Uh oh. Could it be? Oh my God, folks, that's Jason Rossi's that's Jason music. Rossi's music. Jason Rossi's oh. music. Oh. Getting into the grind, boys. Is that Val Venus? Is that Val oh. Venus's music? Yeah, 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 I am bottomless, by the way. <laughs> it's unbelievable, folks. Jason Rossi, also from the Pop Culture Pile Driver podcast, is here to preview WrestleMania, which is this upcoming weekend. Rossi, of course, from the Pop Culture Pile Driver podcast. He is also the hashtag dork shared universe wrestling expert. Rossi, how are you, sir? <laughs> I'm embarrassed. That's what I am after that Why? segment. Well, the, Billy the Billy purchase, like, I hope that's fake. I really do. I hope it's a gimmick because if he purchased that and it's hanging on from his uh, car rear view window, like, or mirror, I'm, I'm embarrassed. Now, Rossi, I have a question before we so, get into this. So I recently acquired Peacock. Now, Should you true? have bought it? Brad. Should you have bought it? Now, is it true? <laughs> That the WWE network is now moving to Peacock. Is that it's, true? It's there, my friend. The it's ship there. has sailed. I go on to my WWE network every night before I go to bed, tuck my mm -hmm. little self in, pat my wife on the head, the cat, there's a kid involved somewhere, and somewhere I pop on, the, pop on the WWE network, fall asleep to something. There, now, it's barren, dude. It's bad news to now. It's all over on the cock. All there. Okay. Oh, well, okay. actually. Hold on. What? <laughs> but, yeah, so could not. I watch potentially watch WrestleMania on Peacock? The only place, only place outside of pay-per-view that you can watch it is on the Peacock, which so, uh, kind of sucks. Four ninety-nine a month, though. They yeah, like, the, the, people don't like the Peacock. Is it true? Because our mutual friend uh, Davey Fridge yes. was bitching about how they removed certain pay-per-views. Like he likes yeah. to watch like nineteen ninety-three WCW like Stampede. Yep. And, and he loves he loved the old ECW. We used to watch the ECW stuff back in the day, and like, like that's not on there anymore. It, it's all gonna migrate over, they say by August. But when mm -hmm. you were like the WWE network was way ahead of its time, like it was the yeah. best network for any sporting entertainment. Um, so yeah, they're migrating things over, but they're heavily editing. So they're oh, paying wow. a jamoke like me to sit and watch 17,000 hours of programming <laughs> and be like, if anything, even if some idiot like me thinks it's like eh, it's a little risque it's off it's not so gonna make it. i can't watch sabu oh. get on a scaffolding match get thrown off of uh like 30 feet in the air onto a table right now you can't but i'm not saying that won't happen but you won't be seeing like trish stratus barking like a dog if Vince McMahon. you won't be seeing Vince McMahon slurs uh you won't be seeing <laughs> a roddy piper uh half painting his face before I wrestlemania everything match from DX and The Rock between 97 so, and 01 would probably be edited out. The entire DX playing the nation, gone. Not going to make it over. One well, of the funniest skits. Uh, but, I know. They did but, blackface. They did yeah. blackface. Not great. Yeah. I'm going out on that. But all right, Rossi, you used to do the Rossi Wrestling Minute back, uh, back in the <laughs> day. So give us the preview of WrestleMania, I know there's some NXT involved, and then when you're done, Davey and I are uh, will each be allowed one follow-up question. So, Davey, sure. you have one follow-up question to all okay. this. But for people that either uh, are kind of in and out of wrestling or are not sure if it's worth watching, what can you tell us about this week? Well, first off, every single night you have something. So Mondays when this is being recorded, you have Raw. Tuesday on the cock, you'll have the Hall of Fame. Two classes. Everybody has four minutes to talk. So Eric Bischoff. 
lengthy career, only four minutes. NWO, only four minutes. Bella Twins, well, four minutes. Uh, and so on down line. RVD, uh, Wednesday night, you have part one of NXT Stand and Deliver, oddly named. So night one on USA Network, night two, Thursday night on the cock, Friday night, a very special WrestleMania SmackDown. So you're going to have WrestleMania matches, but on SmackDown. So the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, everyone you know, getting thrown out, really hasn't been important since Cesaro won at WrestleMania 30, and even that's still. Uh, you're also going to have uh, tag team championship matches. Just It kind of feel bad for the guys because you usually get that fat check from WrestleMania. They're getting bumped off to be on Fox on SmackDown. Yeah, that stinks. Might have more people watch them, but still not the same event. And then, yeah, Saturday, Sunday, WrestleMania's night one and two. Both events scheduled to have six matches each, which is a godsend. Oh, my God. Yeah, they used to go for five, six hours. It was like, I that's was, when I was watching wrestling. They used to go for like four or five hours. WrestleMania, four hours. Give me it every year. Four and a half, sure, if you get a great card. The first WrestleMania I flew out to, WrestleMania 32, started the trend of six-hour events. No, not pre-show included. Like, all-day affairs. It's insane. It was dumb. They're going to go back to it next year. But, yeah, we get two nights, six matches each. Very quickly, you have Sasha Banks. Uh, who I think is must-watch television when it comes to the females, All in. Versus, versus Bianca Belair, which, Keith, I feel like you would be in on. I do I like much, her. I've seen her yeah, in NXT. She won uh, the Rumble. Yep. Um, so you, you should be in on her, which, by the way, thank you, you're welcome for those two separate $5 payments. been a while since we caught up. Uh, Lashley. <laughs> that's my middle name. Lashley versus Drew McIntyre, which is going to be for your championship match, which are two dudes that look badass. So it's going to be a great visual. Also, this is going to be the first time wrestling has been in front of an audience since I think a little over year and three weeks now, maybe a little bit more when the pandemic. Oh, that was one of hit. my questions. That so, was actually one of my questions too. Is like, are there going to be people there? Because if there's not, I'm not watching. I tried to watch wrestling with no fans, hard, and it's brutal. I can't do it either. I, I, I understand, and, and guess what? The world can't do it either. They're averaging yeah. under two million viewers on both nights. It's not the same. It's not. I watch it all the time because I, I really don't know why I'm a glutton for punishment. All right. Um, but you're going to have, yeah, Raymond James Stadium, which had the Super Bowl, 22,000 fans per night. Uh, tickets still available, Keith. You guys, you guys want to just bump it? Do you guys want to fly down? And Catch I'm up? Not. Uh, no, I'm I not. Got nothing, yeah. I got nothing going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only other match that I think that would be really cool for people to see, the spectacle match of Bad Bunny. I don't know if you guys are down with the bunny of evilness. Not not so much Davey. Keith, no. Not feeling it. <laughs> yeah, okay. He's going to be taking on The Miz. What? Uh, yeah. I, I just don't get it, though. Like, that's a perfect tag team. Elevate somebody, but Bad Bunny, you know, bringing them YouTube hits. You boys know all about that. Mm -hmm. uh, then you got uh, Braun Strowman, Shane McMahon, with for absolutely no reason, because Shane McMahon is calling Braun Strowman a dummy. And Cesaro something. So what's the tallest yeah. thing there that Shane can jump off of? So everyone's thinking this, the, the pirate ship, Raymond James Stadium. It's going to be awesome. That. It's a cage match. Yeah, don't but... Like it. Yeah, but so was uh, all these Hell in a Cells with Mick Foley flying off of it. But that was the hell. At least that was the hell. I don't see how you're getting outside of oh, the cage. Oh, 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 I think oh. they're setting the expectations low. I think they're oh, trying okay. to tell people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. My son, you know, Vince, he's like, I'm going to kill my son, but it won't be from something as cool. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. And then, yeah, just quickly, second night, you have Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan, which I believe could go down as one of the greatest main events in WrestleMania history. And I'm not just saying that. That's because you love Daniel Bryan. I and you're a big Edge guy, though. Uh, I yeah. like Edge, yeah. I, I, like, I like Vampire Edge. Once he yeah. opens his mouth, I'm kind of done. But Daniel Bryan is the greatest wrestler, like, today. Like, he is excellent. It's such a good story with Edge coming back. Ten years, that Sunday will be ten years from the day he retired. That's pretty and cool. then there's Roman Reigns, who we all know has been kind of shoved down the throats of wrestling fans. And we'll be in some movies that you'll probably be reviewing one day. Oh. All right, Rossi, my my question for you is, but if you take the NXT card and the WrestleMania card, and I kind of know where your answer is going to be, so eliminate the triple threat, Brian Edge and Roman Reigns. If you could only watch, or if you could have a casual wrestling fan watch one match, which would it be? And again, if that's your answer, pick something else. I will. Uh, I'm going to say Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly because they broke up the Undisputed Era. Ooh, I like NXT guys, I'm all in on, and Adam yeah. Cole can 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 wrestle. Kyle O'Reilly can wrestle. That's going to be a crazy. That's going to be a good match because those guys were together for so long. Yeah. But once you have the pay, I'm in on that one. Is that so I, Wednesday or Thursday? That's Thursday on the cock. All right. So I got the cock. Yeah, it's worth it, and well, for that like night. And then the only other thing about that though is there's no fans at that. 
So I'm just warning you. And they're in a smaller arena, which looks. They have it all. It's a pandemic, dudes. What do you want me to say? Uh, yeah. So that's. I think that match will be probably the most talked. No, no fans at NXT. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Can I just say, I know, listen, I'm not here to kiss anybody's ass. You guys beat me down at times, and I like it. My son Oh, come it on. We have fun. No, no, it's only good fun. No, I don't care. Yeah. I don't, bring it on. Just keep doing it. Um, but I will say this. The soundboard is really just evolutionized the the podcast. If people, the people that are out on that, I want to, I want their direct message. I'm going to DM them my penis. Oh, you heard him. If you got a problem with the soundboard, talk directly to Jason D. Rossi on yep. Twitter. I'm going to send you my Bring it to him. If you're I, like, if you're out on the board, and this is a conversation from like weeks ago, but I don't know how you were ever in on the podcast. Doesn't make any like, sense. You not what we were very on brand for us. Y'all ready for Bisk? Y'all ready for Bisk? <laughs> now, Rossi, my question is: Who? What surprise appearance are you most excited to see in WrestleMania, and why is it Becky Lynch? How you doing? <laughs> my name is Joshua Adams. I am the Joshua Adams of wrestling. Um, should see me at those WrestleCons. Yikes! Now, uh, my my uh, girlfriend Becky Lynch. Gave yeah. birth in December. Sure did. And there's a speculation that she will be back. That's How do you feel funny. about that? I don't think so. I'm don't sorry. So? I, I don't think there's a reason to, aside from like the pop and to, the circumstance. If I'd rather her not like return as a wrestler, I'd just be seen backstage, yeah. something. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. I think, well, like you said, they need the pop. They need the pop. Now, they don't, I, I don't it's think more it's returns at, it's more of a, I feel like returns are at either. I would uh, count this as a Raw, yeah. Royal Rumble or the Raw after Mania, right? You're thinking Raw after Mania? I think, and this isn't going to make you, you like drop your pants, but I think there's a superstar out there that they need to put the, the, the gas behind and someone I know Keith has been a fan of in the past. That's Aleister Black. Alistair Black needs to come back. He is someone that I, I think he's someone that can grab fans' attention if they use him properly. Yes, Davey, look oh. up Aleister Black. Oh, look at this fucking guy. Oh. Pull up NXT entrances, Alistair Black. Yeah. It's incredible. And not okay. just Davey. Anybody listening, even if you don't give a crat's ass about wrestling no, since no, 1997, this guy gets could it. do it. He's, yeah, he gets it. And he's married to Selena Vega in real life. Yeah, like, who's, who, who quit the company, so there's some weird politics there. Yeah, so she could do Twitch. They yeah. basically didn't want her to do Twitch. <laughs> yeah. no. Davey, and they were like, they're pissed because she was making money on the side, so she was like, all right, fuck it. I'm done with wrestling. Do you want to know a, a funny story? So she revealed yeah. she yeah. she made three times the amount per month on Twitch and I forget the other outlet, not OnlyFans, but something like that. I think it might have been OnlyFans, actually. It, it might it might have been, but she wasn't doing nudes. She made that very, no, no, very no, no, no. You can still be on there. Yeah, Arvon D is the one if you want to follow him on OnlyFans, straight yeah. up nudes. It's a lot uh, of feet stuff. It's a lot yeah. of feet stuff. Uh, yeah. I whatever you're into. Hey, dude. Well, you, got the, you give the people what they want is the thing. You this know? time I'm going to step into orange jello. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so she left, but she she said she made three times the amount per month. Crazy. Outside of WWE than Good her on screen television character. So w- talk to me about I have one more question. I'm sorry, and then we'll get to the topic du jour. Um one of the guys who I've been following closely, I don't really watch wrestling, but a, a man who I'm intrigued by is Ricochet. Yeah. Is he ever gonna get <laughs> like what an athlete this dude they is? On these guys. By the way, Davey, Ricochet. Sorry to cut you in, Rossi, but this is something I do know. Ricochet and Aleister Black were both individually killing it on NXT. And then like a year or two ago, they brought them up to Raw, didn't know what to do with them, so they put them together as a tag team. It made no fucking sense. Those two should not go. I'm looking at it, right? Like, they don't go together. They're not not a tag team. But uh, Ricochet, I feel like, Rossi, was one of those guys that got like a mini push, and then they just like ran away from so very quickly on that Alistair Black Ricochet, the only tag team in history to go after the NXT, D- SmackDown, and Raw tag team titles in consecutive shows. Like, like literally like Friday, so- Saturday, Sunday. Made no sense. They just needed killer athletes out there. Uh, that oh, no. was, yeah, WrestleMania 35 and NXT New York, which is the greatest NXT takeover. Uh, Ricochet is a dude. He just got a little bit. He looks like they may be trying something again, but a little over a year ago, they were in Saudi Arabia, which blood money city, and he fought... Brock Lesnar for the title. Two second squash, and he hasn't responded since. It's they buried that dude. And he just you there's positions for guys like that. There was reasons X Pac was consistently on the top and middle of the card because they didn't put him against a champion and then just squash him the rest of the way. Yeah. So I like Ricochet. I'm with you. I think they'll they need to find something for him, but WWE has their creative is so bizarre at this point that they forget. That about these guys, and is he still with Casey Catanzaro? She of the sure Ninja Warrior, oh, dude. Could you imagine oh, what's going on in that bedroom? Honestly. What athletes? The two of them. Whoa! 
Talk about OnlyFans. Yeah. yeah, you'd make a fortune on OnlyFans. Oh my god, the 450 <laughs> splashes that they're doing to each other in there. Oh yeah. Maybe 1080s. Oh, yeah. They're pulling that's the new thing. Forget the number 69 and that post old. It's 1080. It might be too athletic. <laughs> might there, be. It's a little too, it's a little too advanced too for me. Yeah. To it. So Rossi, what's your excitement level on a scale scale of one to six for the this week in wrestling? Uh well, I'll be honest. For me, it's about like a five and a half. In all reality, if like I'm a even a bystanding fan, it's probably like a two. It just doesn't have the feel. Going over to pause for it. Yeah, and the peacock thing is really throwing people because they they messed up. Peacock. Yeah, I don't know if you're gonna be able to rewind or pause. So it's literally like watching live television. Yeah, which is ass backwards these days. That takes some of the fun out of it. But Jason Rossi, uh, appreciate you stopping by as always. Uh, The people can follow you, Pop Culture Pile Driver Podcast, the Pop Culture PD on Twitter. And uh, what do you guys got coming out this week? So we got a triple WrestleMania preview. So we got top 11 WrestleMania opening matches, wow. the top 11 WrestleManias, and a Ooh. WrestleMania 37 preview. That'll be dropping. Basically, if you're listening to this, oh, search Pop Culture Pilot Driver. Would appreciate a listen. And one thing I would tell you to do, whether you do an episode Please. on it or whether you just put it out to the public, like five, three or four years ago, I asked you for a list of the best wrestling matches based on crowd response mm. and you gave me a fucking awesome list and i think for casual wrestling fans there's nothing better than hearing a crowd especially now that there's been no crowds in sports for a long time like the other day i just went back and watched the john cena cm punk money in the bank 2011 oh. greatest crowd Never of all time it was in chicago so they're tra- chanting for cm punk even if you don't want to watch the match just watch the intros watch the two intros have it and- on the background for all yeah. we care but yeah it, it's it literally sounds like like nba finals game seven celtics lakers in los angeles like why it was insane it was it was a ton of fun so anyway i like all that stuff but david you were, we were big wrestling fans back in the day so there's back, yeah that to, yeah. to get on board so rossi thanks so much my man <laughs> Appreciate you, boys. Uh, enjoy Thanks, the Rossi. rest of the episode. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> That's right. All right. It's time now, Ryan, for the topic du jour. Are you ready for that? I don't think so. Well, I'm glad you asked because it's the topic of the day. And today it is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier at the midway point. Mm-hmm. Three episodes in on Disney+. Plus. They're only going to be six episodes. They've been running, I would say, between 43 and 53 minutes. Although it's hard to tell sometimes because the uh credits are so long you can you basically you hack off like eight minutes yeah of the runtime that's all credits it's crazy and there's but and there's no end credits no i I scan through it yeah but yeah i always do the same thing like a sucker i'm always like oh maybe there's something here there's there's so let's begin as we do with all of our tv and movie reviews spoiler free let me ask you are you liking it i wasn't to start but i am now i'm very much i'm enjoying it now i think it's fine so far i there's think, not a lot of wow but it's good there's there's that's a good way of putting it there's not a lot of wow there's a couple of cool action mm-hmm. sequences particularly in the first episode i do love falcon like i love both anthony mackie the character the actor like the combination they're in i, I love that casting and i love i like the character a lot and all the movies that he's been in i've liked him winter soldier is also a great character i was so i was more excited for falcon winter soldier than i was for a wanda maximoff vision show right but i I also yeah go ahead i was just gonna say this is we're closer to being done than when we did the like wandavision to me got really really good episode four but they had Mm -hmm. nine episodes we're three episodes in and it's certainly worth watching but it's not like knocking my socks off which i kind of thought that it might knock my socks off. and it started off really hot so that action sequence they had at the beginning and the very beginning of episode one was lights out good um, and then it kind of cooled off a little. There's a lot more talking than I thought there would be in this. Yeah. Show. yeah so yeah. where, and that that's not a spoiler at all. So there's this, there's a lot of character development and there's a lot of what these characters are doing now and their feelings on what happened before. So there's, mm-hmm. um, that I was not expecting. I was expecting a little bit more high flying action and there isn't, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's fine. I'm enjoying it, but there's no like no blasting nips yet no i think some of the best stuff and some of it was even in the trailer is just the interaction between falcon and winter soldier like those Mm -hmm. guys they are funny together like they have a natural chemistry i think between the two of them but the show doesn't have as much of a like oh i can't wait to see what happens or even like with wandavision 
and maybe some people were let down, but it led to so many more questions. You're like, all right, well, what's going on? What does this mean? What is that going to mean? And all this stuff. And I also think the addition of Agatha Harkness was better than anything we've seen so far in this show. Yes. Like with new characters or any or anything like that. So it's been it's been good. Don't get me wrong, but that's why I said, or like during the the news segment, like Invincible to me is a better show so far. So far, and I think it's because it's new and it's fresh, and I think people had a preconceived notion as to what this show was going to be. And I think you always go to like Winter Soldier, like so the the movie Winter Soldier, not the actual characters. You always go to that movie as yeah. like a cloak and dagger spy kind of thing, and it's not really that. I mean, I think you can kind of see. WandaVision always kept you guessing, and this is pretty linear. This is pretty straight ahead. Yeah. Like, oh, there's I, a plot. There's a, there's, I mean, there's right. a, like a, like a plan by these bad guys, and you go, you're going straight ahead to figure out this, why they're doing this, right? I think I saw, I didn't read the whole thing, but Alan Sepinwall is, does like his reviews on Rolling Stone. He's the TV mm-hmm. critic. And he said something about how it feels like we're, it's a six hour movie almost. Right. I mean, that's like, exactly all it's going. Whereas, like, yeah. if you watch, you know, like Daredevil or The Punisher, that felt like a series. Like mm-hmm. there was like, like each thing was almost like a movie, but it was like a like a good long series. This is like, all right, is this all just one big movie? And like that's why it's six hours. But I, I think it's also heading in a direction where I wouldn't be surprised if episode four is the best episode. And I think what we got in episode three definitely lends itself to that. I think the best is yet to come with this show. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, there's a lot of build happening right now um and we got to see some really cool things in episode three that we'll talk about in spoilers yeah um and if you want to jump off before spoilers i will leave you with this thought and that is i was right again yep davy's been right davy's been right a lot and uh i can't argue if you don't know what that means i know what you mean i know what you mean yeah i know what you mean I, I also like the tie, not only the tie-ins, but just the uh, the world development that we're that we're doing because mm-hmm. that was one of the great things about WandaVision is you can't. So the first thing we got after Endgame was Spider-Man: uh, Far From Home, mm-hmm. and they can really only in a two-hour movie spend so much time talking about the blip and the after effect and what that those five years were like and everything else. Whereas WandaVision and this show do a much better job. At sort of giving you some of those details about like, well, what happened when everybody came back? Like, if you're gonna pull off an event like they did in Infinity War into Endgame, and then continue with this same universe, you need to spend some time describing and explaining yes. what, what happened. And so, to that that part, I really like. But then again, can the best part of a show be explaining something that happened in a movie? Like, no, you hope, no. You, hope, yeah. you hope it's other stuff, and that's why I think it could be. Uh, we don't give scores at the midway point, right? No sense in giving nope. scores. So anything else? Yeah, I know you were right. Uh, the action has <laughs> been good, but again, it hasn't been nonstop. The story seems to be straightforward. I have three questions coming up. We're going to do three questions. We could spend as much time as we want on the three questions, but I have that okay. for spoilers. Um, but again, if you're listening to a dork podcast, we're also tied into the MCU anyway that you're going you're gonna to keep watching, but I thought this was for sure going to be better than WandaVision. I'm now kind of, we'll see. We'll and I to... think, again, I think you, yeah, but you didn't know what WandaVision was. You know, like you never knew really what it was until it happened right in front of you. Like how many things on TV now are you kind of surprised by? And I think WandaVision was a total surprise and a good one for all of us. Yeah, um, yeah. And this one, you're kind of going into it with an expectation that one of these two guys is going to emerge. Yeah. Okay. As the new guy, you know? <laughs> yes, perhaps. Yeah. Spoilers! 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 Here come the spoilers! All right, so we're going to start out with three questions for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier through three episodes. I don't think we need to do like a here's what's happened through three episodes because I think everybody has seen them and they've watched them. Yeah. And so one of the questions that has really jumped out, particularly after that third episode, is the mysterious power broker. Mm-hmm. So who is the power broker? We've learned about all of these super soldier serums that are out there. And so are right, you're creating more super soldiers. And there seems to be there's the flag smashers that we're, we're dealing with. They're sort of this new kind of villain group. 
but there's somebody above that. Who do you think? And I think there's probably five or six different directions you can go with. I have five listed. I have four legitimate ones and a long shot. All right, let's ping pong it first with yep. most realistic power mm -hmm. broker. Who do you think most realistic power broker is? For this show right now, it kind of looks like Sharon Carter. That was who I thought too. She's way like, too sneaky sneaky. And she's doing very well in Mandrapore. Oh, she's doing great. And then she had somebody like help her. She's obviously very aware of what's going on everywhere. And she's they kept saying like, we can fix this. Like we can take you home. Like we can fix anything that you're on in trouble for. Like we can get you out of it. And she kept saying no. And they leaned into very hard. Wow. She's different. Like they kept saying that. I'm like, yeah, I got it. guys, I got it. Unless but they're she, trying to throw up the scent, which maybe they are. But I think my money would be on Sharon Carter right now also. And so you have this scene with her, you know, after she she walks away at the end of like with the, the shipping container scene. And she she has an assistant who's driving her around. So she's doing in a very expensive car. So she's doing very well. She's doing now. Very why would a person who's living on the run settle in Mandrapore and then have endless amounts of money? Have that driver have that place that she's staying at. Right. The whole thing. I think it it definitely reeks of power broker. And I also think with WandaVision, if you go back to WandaVision, we had all these expectations of, oh, Magneto is going to show up. Mephisto is going to show uh -huh. up. Uh, Mr. Fantastic is going to show up. Like on and on and on. And I think we can do that here. But the smart answer is probably somebody that's already been established. That's why I think it's probably Sharon Carter. If it was Baron Zemo, it wouldn't, I don't think it would blow your mind. No, but what I was referring to when I was right is Baron Zemo's the shit. He has a good character. Baron Zemo's the shit. But he could have easily, mm -hmm. you know, been contacting his butler yeah. while in prison, right? Or having him run it while he's behind bars. That that would be an easy fix too. Well, look how quickly he got that private plane and they were like out of there. Like so quick. He's like, he's like more bad, he's like more evil Batman yes yeah he's a very evil he's an evil man he's so we've taken out the first two right away so we have sharon carter and zemo who could be here's one for you yep thunderbolt ross oh i like that that yep. is i i like that and That's someone caught it in the first episode yeah in the first episode when you see um when you see john walker on the on the credits on the piece of paper there's a mention of thunderbolt ross Ooh. In the superhero act and how he signed off on like whatever, but there's a mention of his name. Oh, I like that. So that's a that's an outlier too. They, that could be him. That's not the long shot, by the way, that I have. And then doesn't he turns into Red Hulk at some point too? Yes. And remember the whole Incredible Hulk. There, he was. I had he was trying to make more super soldiers. Mm. So this is not out of the realm of possibility for him to continue doing this with and these by the way, I, serum. I believe I read that uh, Abomination, played by Tim Roth. Mm -hmm. might be in She-Hulk. So I don't know if they would I don't know if they would put her or any of those characters from Hulk here as sort of a nod to She-Hulk, but I think or they maybe they just save them for She-Hulk. Or maybe she shows up. She-Hulk would be sweet. That would be sweet. All right, what else you got? I got two more. Well, I mean, we're just we are all waiting for Doctor Doom. That's so the long I, shot. That is the very long shot. I that's know. a long shot. Yeah. But we're all waiting for Doom at some level in the MCU. So I would think, and that's a guy that's always been powerful and has had money and all this other stuff. So I could see him doing that. And I would be I would be happy with just a mention of Latveria. Yeah. Whether they either like Zemo right. mentions it as a place they could go, right? Or they actually go there. Yep. You might not have to see, but the fact that they're in Latveria will tell you what direction we're going in with this. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. The other one I had is actually Curtis Jackson, not 50 Cent, but 50. the Curtis Jackson, Curtis Jackson from the comics, who actually is the power broker. Oh, okay. So the actual, the other one I had is the actual power broker, whose name is Curtis Jackson, believe it or not, which is 50 I, Cent's name. What if they actually got 50 Cent to play him? That would be awesome. But in the comics, he's responsible for the creation of John Walker, U.S. agent and Battlestar. Oh, okay. So he could be the person who like was. So that means that John Walker, the reason he's such a dick is because he's actually working for the power broker. Yeah. There's gotta be something there for sure. There's something wrong. There's gotta be there's he's got too much of an edge. 
there's also something up with Sam's friend. Like we're we're seeing him a little too much. The guy that is also like in the military or whatever. Yeah. Fucking name. But there's so yeah. there's but so the Curtis Jackson one is interesting, although I feel like for this show, can you set somebody up like this and then have the reveal be not only a character we haven't seen before, but not like a big name. I feel like that'd be more of a letdown than if it was Sharon Carter, Baron Zemo. Yeah. So if it's a guy we don't know, somebody we don't know, I think would be tricky. So they would have to introduce him next episode and then kind of explain. Yeah. Yeah. Who he is like, so yeah, meet him as not the power broker and then reveal him to be the power broker later. Or you could say that Curtis Jackson was do he he's the power broker and he started doing his experiments and he got funded somehow in latveria you could do latveria or or yeah you also tie him either with doom or you tie him in with the u.s agent and then that way you're like okay there's something here yeah uh what about deep pull and i'm 99 sure he's still alive justin hammer that would be pretty that would be pretty oh, funny wouldn't that be pretty cool all the way from iron man 2 yeah, and that would be a good poll because now that Tony Stark's not with us anymore, we're in spoilers, so it doesn't matter. So now that Tony Stark's dead, Hammer, Justin Hammer the hell is, is now back, and he's got no one. That would be pretty. That would be pretty funny, actually. I like. I like that one. Yeah. Uh, my second question, and again, you guys can tweet us uh, Dork Podcast at Dork Podcast or email us dorkpodcast at gmail if you have questions or if you want to answer these questions. So, who is the power broker? We, again, think Sharon Carter most likely, but there's some fun long shots in there. This is sort of a follow-up to that one. If you think it's Sharon Carter, the second question I have is, why didn't Sharon Carter get a pardon like Bucky, like Ant-Man, like I think Hawkeye, like a bunch of people got pardons. And if Sharon Carter was working with them and is like best friends with Captain America, that's why I find like she almost has to be because if she wanted to be like free in the United States, they would. They would they would let her right, and I think you said you hit the nail right on the head. If she wanted to be, so why wasn't she pardoned? She didn't want to be, right? You know, so I think that lends itself to it too. And like they they went back to work and they they made amends and they did the right thing. I think she went to Mandrapore, saw some opportunity there, and struck while the iron was hot. She didn't kill nearly as many people as. Bucky did. And even if Bucky no. was brainwashed, they pardoned him. He killed fucking Tony Stark's parents. And they're like, yeah, you're good. Yeah. And they were him and Romanoff were spies for other countries prior to being Avengers. <laughs> so like, I know they, they, they seem very forgiving. Yeah. Like, oh, you sided with Captain America. No, you're banned from the country forever. Yeah. I like, don't think she, she asked for a pardon. She'd be fine. And in fact, I would be annoyed now. Like if she's not and, like, if they don't go back and like clear that up, I, that's going to annoy me. Yeah, because that doesn't make any sense. Like she was keeping tabs on Steve Rogers prior to the, we us finding out who she was. Yeah, so that doesn't make any sense. Like why she wouldn't be pardoned? She was working for Shield. Uh, Hash King in the chat says she was not around at the time of the pardons. You mean like the 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 snap or whatever? Like still like by this point, I think she could get that cleared up. Yeah, I really do. Like she's back. Half the other Avengers got snapped away too. But I think it's also just like it's very telling that they kept badgering her that we can make this right. We can take right. if you just yeah. come home, we can make it right. And she kept saying no. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. So that's that's on that one. And then the third question I have is what is John Walker? Like what explain to me what you think is going on with him? Obviously, he's the new Captain America. We know in the comics, John Walker is US agent, kind of a knockoff Captain America. But like, does he have any super soldier serum in him? Like, he's they haven't said that he does. Yeah, but you see him throw the shield. Like, fuck out of here. That's not a, that's not like a normal dude, right? And I think he does. And I think it was given to him by mm. the power because they mentioned something that his physical abilities are off the charts. His physical ability and like reaction time are off the charts, but they never said why. Yeah, and like, it's not like he's Mike Trout. Like, he's a he's a, he's beyond just like a great athlete. Yes. You know, like they're hyping him up like he's this athlete, but some of the stuff that he can do. And even when he was like that battle scene on the on the trucks, like the moving right. truck, like that's not like a normal person can do that. No, a normal person wouldn't hold their own with yeah. super soldiers. Yeah. Like it just wouldn't happen. I, I, Unless I, they I, had a gimmick, right? And you can't just throw like I couldn't pick up that shield and throw it. Now. I know it's not real, right? But like, like 
I'm Not saying you, a Schmo what? couldn't have it throw it and come back to you, you know? So do you think he is a he's going to be revealed to be a villain or do you think he's just sort of like a good guy that we don't really like? He's a good guy that we don't like who who wanted so I think he wants the respect of a Captain America, but he went about it the wrong way. You know, yeah. I think there's going to be some sort of like come to Jesus talk with him and Sam and Bucky basically explaining to him, like, cut the shit. Like, don't be an idiot. Yeah. Like, you know, you claim to know all the stuff about Steve, but he never would have gone along with anything you did. Right, right, right. You know, and uh, people were pissed that he was using a gun, but I've seen Captain America use a gun a lot. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad about that. And I think also, if you want to pretend like I don't have the super serum, go ahead and use a gun. It's your only fair chance, right? Uh, some of the other characters. Obviously, we talked about Sam and Bucky and uh, John Walker. You also have uh, Carly Morgenthau, who is like the main flag smasher that we see. And in fact, in the comics, it's Carl morgenthau it's a dude so they did they've done this a lot uh in the marvel shows they've done it actually in the boys too on amazon mm -hmm. they'll take a character from the comic and just swap the gender out and so it is she's a, lead, a leader of this group but in the comics it's actually flag smasher this to me is one of the weak points of the show i don't i'm not all that compelled by the flag smashers well i like the idea that like you you label them as a villain when really what they're doing is they're trying to take care of people who were ravaged pre-snap, who stayed mm. and are now not being taken care of. And it's also what's what's wonderful is played by it was Aaron Kellyman who played Infus Nest in um one. Uh no, in oh, solo. Solo, sorry, solo. So um she's kind of doing this, she's kind of been typecast as like this savior of um <laughs> yeah, yeah. this anti-hero, the savior of like downtrodden which is which is kind of cool and i i like the and again i like these ideas and i've said this i don't know how many times in this podcast but bad guys with a point you know and i don't think they're the bad guys they it's, are not they i guess i guess they're not but i'm just saying i i don't know i wasn't i'm like not super enamored with them like i need something else and i think maybe we'll get that with the power broker also i think really important that made me sort of excited for the next episode was is it ao io io yeah io who uh from wakanda shows up at the last scene of episode three because yeah they're still after baron zemo because baron zemo killed black panther's father so, and i love as soon as bucky picked up the bead i was like oh no yeah. way that was awesome like i was and i was wondering it like because they 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 made mention of him being the white wolf. Right. But you never really saw him as the white wolf. No. So did he have that deeper connection with Wakanda? Because in the comics, I mean, he becomes like the head of like the Wakandan secret police. Yeah. And they, and it's funny because Sam even calls him white Panther and he's like, it's white wolf. It's white wolf. And he, he as a joke, he's like, were you white Panther now? And he's like, it's white wolf. And he's like, what? what? Like he didn't believe him. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Huh, thing now. Like, yeah. It's a, <laughs> And so that's great. So much like WandaVision sort of tapped into the Ant-Man universe, the Thor universe, and what was the other one? Uh, well, obviously like Ultron. But the but this is sort of also now being able to dip into Black Panther, which is great. Oh, and something else that was really cool too. Um, the guy, the old guy who they went and saw in Baltimore? In Baltimore. Yeah. His grandson, who kind of like lets them in and then like throws them out he's patriot in the young avengers oh cool so that's a nice little to the young avengers so now they have him oh, in yeah. but i thought that was a, that scene was probably the best in the show so far other than like the face yeah. to what do they call it the face-to-face -face therapy yeah oh they yeah. were doing i thought that was a great scene but well, the I scene with yeah I was gonna say that's good, but but that reminded me after the first episode i was wondering how much they were gonna lean into like so the the united states now wants a captain america they want a symbol to make like for the country they go into this big spiel about how they do that and then they introduce john walker and all that stuff do you think they just didn't want falcon because he was black or do you think it was falcon didn't want to do it and they're like we'll just find the next guy or were they like because they were very kind of like they didn't try to convince him at all they're like thanks for bringing the shield back we yeah, like, we don't want you to represent the country. Isn't that kind of what the feeling was? Well, I think that's kind of the vibe. I mean, and then yeah. again, you know, you have the scene with his sister 
you know, talking about the boat and the fact that like, you know, he can't get a loan, like the Fal you won't give a bank loan to the Falcon. Like, yeah, they're like, where were you for the last five years or whatever? It's like, well, yeah. <laughs> and the other thing too, is like that scene with the, in Baltimore when they're having the argument in the street and the cops pull up. Right. Oh yeah. Like, that was definitely. That it was, was supercharged and super kind of like mm -hmm. on the nose and very timely, which was very, I was, it was unexpected that Disney would do that or that Marvel would yeah. go there. I thought so too. And I thought it was going to be even more after the way the first episode was. And I think maybe they'll go back to that too, but it was almost like, these guys that were making decisions were relieved that Falcon didn't want to do it because they wouldn't have accepted him. I'm like, Oh my God. It's fucked. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of a shitty thing to uh -huh. like a shitty idea, but like, it's real, you know? And I, I think that, um, I think it's great. I think it's great <laughs> that Disney's kind of leaning or I say Disney, but Marvel is like leaning into this and identifying like kind of making it real. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, they, for, they for sure are, uh, what do you think's next, or what do you want to see happen coming up? Obviously, we got to get the power broker reveal at some point. We got to get that, and we got to have to kind of move the story. And I, I would love, you know, at the end of this to have one clear Captain America, like who? And and again, Bucky's done it. Bucky's Sam done it. Has, Sam has done it. Like so. Well, we saw War Machine, by the way. I forgot to mention that we, we did see War Machine in the first. And I think we're going to wind up seeing someone else. I want Falcon to be the Captain America for now. You know, and I think. Um, but you I know, Bucky's doing his thing, and then Falcon. yeah, like I love the Falcon character. Like I want somebody else to then be Falcon, or like have him have the wings and the shield, or something like that. You yeah, know? I, and maybe maybe you know Bucky. I mean, I'm not Bucky. Maybe Sam gets a little drip of the super serum. Oh sure. Although he's so exclusive anyway. Oh yeah, like, but he, he doesn't. He shit and poor Red Wing destroyed. Oh, that sucked. But like everyone, everyone's a super soldier, but him. Yeah. True. Not fair. Which, which again, it, you know, why is that? How about the Bucky stuff with like his the day? How about the Bucky's book? That's pretty yeah. sick. Like the and then he's like going and he's like meeting with that one guy and the girl's asking him why. And he's like, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> no, I think you know, the therapist is asking him, you know, yeah. all these questions and stuff. And I I love the therapist character since she was a uh, when she she was like a shield agent prior to that, or she was yeah, I think so I think so something like that. But it was it's a it's a really cool thing to see that mm -hmm. you know a superhero being in, in therapy and even if it's court mandated and you know whatever i think it's uh it's a it's a good thing for the show yeah no, no i i think i think that's good i think i like the two guys like the characters a lot and i like their interactions i just wish there's a little bit more but I, I have high hopes that for the next three episodes maybe it'll uh kick a little bit more ass yeah emo obviously helped the show too coming in episode three like so after episode two, I was like, all right, great. You get Zemo. And then after episode three, you're like, all right, you get IO and a little bit of Wakanda influence on the show. And so, all right. And, and it's given us the gif of him dancing, which is, which is awesome. Yeah. We have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good, that's a good point. All right. So that is that. So in uh, three weeks, we, we will do a quick little discussion of the next two episodes at the beginning of next week's episode and the week after that. And then uh, in three weeks, we will unpack the entire Mm -hmm. of the falcon and the winter soldier so looking forward to that pick of the bomb all right ryan would you like to kick receive defer or you may also choose to defend the goal i will defer this way i think i've taken the ball the last two weeks i will defer to you okay i believe it or not have started to watch the walking dead again i bailed on the walking dead forever ago but i wasn't sure where but my brother-in-law was telling me that it's actually gotten pretty good or there's like stuff he's stayed with it i couldn't figure out where i was so i'm like i think it was episode season eight mm -hmm. and then, so i then i watched some of like the season eight recaps and like most of it i remembered and then some of it i didn't so i'm guessing i lost somewhere in there so i just started to pick it up episode or season nine mm -hmm. season nine is on netflix season 10 is currently airing and this but, is the last season right i hope so i don't know yeah, if it's, is it? it's the last season I at one point loved the show, but then it was just like it was too much. And what they started to do is they they would they would like split these seasons, you know, they would do like eight episodes and they take like a long break and then they, and then they also you know like everybody else that got messed up with COVID and it was just like I I don't. But it's on Netflix without the commercials. You can rip through it. They're like forty five minute episodes because normally they're an hour, you know. So I don't know. It's it's nice to have some of those characters back. I like I like some of those characters. Yeah, good, you know. 
Are we, <laughs> who are you trying to convince, me or yourself? Probably, probably me a little. Bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got two. So since we didn't get to the video game minute, since we made Ray for Rossi and we had him on for longer than anticipated, which is great. I loved having Rossi on. Good shot in the arm. A little energy for the show. Yep. Um, uh, some video game picks. So right now, Doom Eternal is on sale. It is six sixty six point six percent off. You can get Doom Eternal for like twenty three bucks right now which is an awesome deal. It's one of the best games I played this year. If you're a big Doom fan, but you were kind of on the fence about it, now is the time. It's until uh, the next uh, 10 days, until the 15th. It's on sale for 66.6%. Get it? I do. It's the uh, number of the devil. Number of the beast, yeah. Um, And the other one, I I have been enamored with the game Outriders, which just came out. And I I mentioned it uh, before on the podcast. It is a mix between Destiny and um, Gears of War. So it's made by People Can Fly, which was Cliff Cliff Blazinski's company. Um, I don't think he's part of the company anymore, but they developed this game that's basically a hybrid of the two. Um, And the genre that they're now calling shooter looters, which I love. So um, it's a third-person shooter game with you have abilities, so you can pick, you know, it's either, it's one of those like lightning, poison, um, time slowing, and fire. All right. And like an Earth one, so it's it's great. It's 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 a it's a really fun game. Like that. Um, it's not, uh, it it's not perfect, but it's fun. Like it's yeah. actually really really fun game. Um, uh, George's asking. I'm a trickster, so I'm a one. I can slow time and huh. get behind people, and you know that's that's kind of my vibe. As like stealth it. as you can play the game, so I don't really. It's not a really a stealth game, but like if low. you like Gears of War and you like Destiny and you like both of them, this is definitely the game for you. Uh, the chat's also saying season 11 is going to be the last of the walking. Okay, game. so the next one is going to be the last. It's one. currently season 10, part C, is what they're currently oh playing. So what we got going on. Uh, next week on the podcast, we are going to discuss Godzilla versus Kong. It is uh, currently streaming on HBO Max. It also did well at the box office. Mm-hmm. It did better than anything else since COVID. It, it made like 48 something million dollars, blew out Wonder Woman 1984 as far as just box office in this uh, past year uh you can rate review and subscribe to the podcast on apple Podcasts or anywhere else you get your podcast you can follow us on twitter and instagram at dork podcast uh we stream these episodes on youtube every monday night so you can subscribe to the youtube channel just go to youtube.com slash dork podcast feel free to email us especially your should i have bought this entries uh, go to dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow Davey on Twitch, twitch.tv slash rvond, and our uh, hashtag dorksharedgooniverse Facebook page. Uh, just type that into the search. You can find out what's going on with us, with Mac and Goo, with the Pop Culture Pile Driver podcast, Change My Mind, TLDR, Shime, Dr. Joe, and Davey all on Twitch. That'll do it. Uh, Ryan, what do they say about wombats? Square poopies. Y'all ready for bisque? Get the fuck out of here! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.